You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello, welcome to Season 10, Episode 12 of the Scottish Football Forums podcast. Um, I'm good, John, as I'm known on the podcast, and I'm joined today by a big bad John, um, the former Airdrie goalkeeper. <laughs> Martin, how are you doing, John? I'm doing fine, John. How are you? Yeah, doing good. Um, just doing as best as everyone else is doing. Um, with lock, um, this coronavirus stuff. Um, you know, obviously yesterday um, we had a bit, of, a bit of news that um, you know we can't visit everyone's houses now. So that's um, a bit of a oh, blow to people. It'll be a blow to a hell of a, a lot of folk again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, nobody's want to see a, a, a complete lockdown uh, coming, but they need to really watch what they're doing. To be honest, I mean, I, th- I think it, I think it is. I think it's guys think they're instructable. Having uh, parties there and there and everywhere, but it's no helping us any. No, definitely not. I mean, I still think that six months on, um, despite you know the death toll, etc., um, people still. You know, aren't grasping the seriousness of the situation. Um, I mean, I, I, I like you. I want to get back to some form of normality. I've got, um, I've got two young kids um, that, you know, I don't want to be brought in the world of fear. But at the same point, it's got to be um, the right, the right time. And clearly, right now, um, it looks as though we're, as soon as we're making a step forward, we're, we're taking three back. And responsible. It's the one that you say you've got kids, and it's harder for folk who's got kids. My my two two uh, laddies have got kids in that, and obviously they they went back to nursery and school and that, so they'll be back with their pals. Now, if things go and they stop everything again, I mean, what what is what is I mean, they'll be saying what what's going on because they're that young yet, you know. So I I just hope that uh, folk take head what we're in. We're all in this. Doesn't say I'll not get it. Well, anyone can get it. We're seeing a lot of this. I mean, even, um, footballers again, as we know. Um, oh. And I mean, from your point of view, you, you, you're known as a key worker because you work in the retail industry. You know, so you didn't um, get the full effects of lockdown because you started to work. What was that like working in that type well, of environment? We were we we were still working away, obviously, in that, and then when it was nitty gritty. Uh, there, there, there are customers that are really, really ignorant, and we are trying our best. Uh, we actually, we, we actually, we actually, start, we, our job is supposed to start at six, and then they put it back. We started at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so done that from March till three weeks ago or something like that, and we're back to six. So. But I think there's implements coming in again in the store again. I think I think they're a wee bit wary of what's going on. As you say, they've got to take this pun serious. Yeah, that that's. It. I mean, I remember when 
um, you know, having to queue to get in the shops and stuff, um, right. which, to be perfectly honest, didn't bother me. Um, you know, you just have to do what to do. Um, but, you know, folk are still not observing the two metre distance. They're hanging over to get meat when you're trying to get some. It's like, right, keep your it, distance, it, it, guys. It's absolutely incredible what you see in there. And, and the worst about it is, we, well, we go in and pick online shopping, it's dot, dot com shopping, and there's actually customers go over you to get something instead of saying, excuse me, something like that. And and the, the worst about it is we had one complaint from a customer. Oh, that dot com, they shouldn't, it's them, it's doing it to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, some people just don't have a lot of sense. So, um, yeah. you know, we, when I, think, it, I, think, I think we're going back, as you say, to queuing outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think some precautions will need to come back in place. Um, I mean, I won't say everything that I really think right now, but at the end of the day, we just got to do what we've got to do for the next three weeks, you know, and uh, hopefully the numbers start coming down. Because another big thing that's that's been affected, obviously, is the football crowd. A couple of weeks, um, ten days ago, Aberdeen and Ross County both had games at, um, in, as pilot events in front of three hundred fans. Didn't seem to be any issues, as far as I'm aware. There's been no positive cases related to these events, but every test event is now stopped. Um, crowds that were, were potentially supposed to be coming back in um, from the 5th of October, that's been shelved, which coincides with the lower league clubs, like your old club, Airdrie, as a prime example. You know, just how how do you see um, uh, clubs well, like Airdrie getting through this? Personally, personally, when this all started, and I knew, I know, I know, for wanted the football back, tennis back, whatever sport you wanted back. But we've just spoken about it. This is COVID, and as you say, anybody can get it. But the problem I have, well, no, I have is, is why did they start the football up? I mean, they got I'm a football fan. I mean, great, but why? Did they start the football up? That is my point. Again, there's folk, uh, I, I know it's about cash and blah, 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 but your health comes first, I would think. Now, I just heard before you come on here, and it was quite frightening when I heard Neil Lennon turning around and saying he wants fans back in the, the park. Really? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's got to be in a safe way. I mean, the way Aberdeen did it, I'm an Aberdeen supporter, so maybe I'm being slightly biased, but the way Aberdeen and Ross County did it, um, well, Aberdeen, I'll use that as an example, 321,000 stadium. They were all spaced out very well. Um, There was the one-way systems in place. There was... um, they were given times to collect their tickets, so it was managed very well. I think if you started to that, um, you know, small scale, it could be manageable for that. From a personal point of view, I actually think the crowd should be starting back at lower league level first because at least Lakes Aberdeen, Ross County get TV money from Sky. Likes of Airdrie, Stenhouse, Muir, Cowdenbeath, they don't get any of that. They need fans in the ground. And, you know, at those types of... Look, Airdrie, another exa- example again, was it 8,000, 10,000 that holds? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I, I would agree with that. Uh, but I, I think if we, if we want to go the, the, the other way, as in, well, Aberdeen, did they, was it Aberdeen that had a couple of players that had uh, COVID or got 
tested or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a crazy situation because eight of them went yeah, to the pub. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's football players going doing stupid things. I, I know we do stupid things, but mm. no, and a thing like this. No, not when there's and, not and, when they've and, been and given when see, And when you see the football, and when you see the football, I mean, I I watched the first English game. Was it English game? I'm sure it was Burnley on Sunday. And honestly, I just sat here, John, and I just could not. And, and where there are no fans, which make the game. I'm not kidding what anybody says. They make the game. Right. And and they're now getting these things that they're sitting on the seat. They, really, what's all? I mean, that's just. I, I don't, me personally, I think it's utter nonsense, really. Yeah, football without the fans is nothing. And um, to be fair, Nine games out of ten uh, um, that I've watched them um, have been pretty dross to watch. I mean, there's the occasional not bad one, but it's it. And I think the lack of atmosphere um, affects it. There's, there's no question about that. Of course it does. I mean, if you're playing, if you're a top, a top club like Rangers and, 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 and you're playing in front of, let's say, 50,000 every week or, or whatever it is, you'll be, be used to that. Now, if that's taken away for you, it doesn't sound good. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I totally agree with you. There. It's just, you know, do you fear for um, you know, the lower division clubs? What could potentially happen? Um, given well, the fact uh, that on you go. No, on you go, on you go. No, I was just saying, given the fact that you know some clubs um, um have had to rely on like crowdfunding to get themselves through the summer, and they put the season back to October um, and cut the season by by nine games. In hope the crowds will be back. Now that doesn't look as if it's going to happen anytime soon. Certainly not this side of the new year. Um, do you fear that you know these clubs will really, really struggle and that some could go out of the game? Well, that's what I was going to say. I, I fear if this is going to happen, there'll be a couple of clubs that will just not be able to do it, and that would be a shame. It doesn't matter who it, who it is. Uh, because, as I'm saying, all the, all the towns like their football clubs and whatever have you, and, and if that happens, I, I just, I just, as I say, it's back there, I'm, I'm no with, with what they're doing at the moment, I'm no with that. Mm-hmm. I would rather it wasn't, but I, I can get where they're going now. They're trying to get cash, fair enough. But I don't think it's helping. Yeah, I think there's been a lot asked by the league um, as well um, to still fulfil a 38-game season, um, to still fulfil a full Betfred Cup. Um, they're still talking about the Challenge Cup being fitted in. I don't know how that's going to be fitted in. You've got last season's Scottish Cup as well as this season's Scottish Cup. That's right, in an international point of view, this nation's league is continuing as normal. And then you had that, that situation with the Czech game, um, plus the Euro 2020 playoffs. Then you've got the World Cup qualifiers starting in March before Euro 2020 been show, um, now happening in 2021 it's just asking so much of course it is and you're talking about, you're talking about obviously Euros and Scotland and blah 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 and I, I can just pick out a game there that I just kind of get our that that got played and you're talking about the Scotland and the Czech game yeah. I just do not get that one bit they, they, all the lot of players couldn't play, apart from two, I think, and they had to get a new team in. Now, come on, let's be, let's get real here. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know how much of it's been driven by TV companies and sponsorship, but no, surely there had to be. <laughs> I mean, surely TV companies can't be wanting to see the check. I mean, to be fair, check on um, check reserve side almost beat Scotland that night, and they probably oh, well, were the better team. That, 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 <laughs> but I tell you what, I could pick a team from our work, and we could beat Scotland. <laughs> but uh, I just couldn't believe that that game was going to go ahead. Because yeah. if, if, if that was the way it is. Would you not say, right, that's it, cancel it now, mm. until further notice? Yeah, I, th- I think. As you say, I think, I think the football, I think the football that the TVs, the Sky, BT, whatever, the Premier, the Premier, it, it's all driven by cash. But we've got to re- remember your health, better than cash. Absolutely, and that's um, something that the First Minister certainly went a lot on, but um, we'll, we'll move on from the COVID stuff and get back okay. um, get on to your playing career. Um, so, <laughs> um, even when we come back further, um, when did when did you decide that, um, you know, you were willing to um, be a goalkeeper? Because obviously most people at school, um, it's usually last one picked are you're in goals, um, and, and nobody wants that, but you seemed um, quite as though you wanted it. <laughs> I think it, I think it was I think it was a matter of I think we all played outside and then we had a wee shot in goals I saw and then um, they must have thought that I was a better goalie I saw so they would just say you know, you ah, I'll go in and, and really that's where it really tear off it and if you're daft well there you go you're halfway there. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> certainly your character, um, that would certainly fit the um, description. Um, fit the ball, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and did you start swinging on the bar from your teenage days? No, I didn't I didn't start swinging on the bar until every fan started to shout it to me. Hmm. But the, the quite interesting bit was when they started to shout it, the other team was about 18 yards out, so I couldn't swing on the bar, you know what I mean? Uh, and the way the way they, they say it is Johnny Johnny swing on the bar, and if I didn't do it, there was Johnny Johnny swing on the bar, yeah, bar. Okay, what I mean? And, and <laughs> it, it was watching the laugh like, and it was Johnny Johnny shows your ass and all that kind of carry on. But I'm going, how can I swing on the bar when they're just at the 18 yard line? Yeah, football fans were a fickle bunch. Um, so, but you, you, you might not even have um, played football. I mean, you could have um, had the other shape ball rugby because you played rugby, I believe, when you were at I school. I played for Preston Lodge, yeah, because at that particular time they only had a rugby team. And it was rugby at high school, obviously, as you would probably know. And um, I did play. And I played, I, play, I actually played on a Saturday morning and I played with Salveson Boys Club on a Saturday afternoon. Then um, I got an injury at the rugby uh, and I couldn't play. So I'm saying to myself, well, I'm not going to go, so what do I do? So I stopped playing rugby and there was there was a guy, a teacher, Henry Rintoul, God bless him, hip supporter, um, who started up a football team and um, he spoke to me and he went uh, I've not I've not I've not to you I says how's that then he goes because uh, you never played rugby 
I went, you kidding me? So I went to the hen master and I put my thing over to him and uh, I was picked the next again day. So. Nice. At least you got your way um, in the end. Well, you know, and and uh, we actually done really well with some good players there. Who were some of the best that um, came through? Well, you've got well, you had myself there. Uh, Graham Hardwick was oh, yeah. same school. Uh, there wasn't really you had obviously no at that particular time, but you had Alfie Connie as well. Mm-hmm. And you had uh, the Celtic goalkeeper, Conigan. He was round, he's round about this way as well. So you had quite a few here, round about Preston Pines area, Port Street and Trinet that made a bit of mid the grade. Yeah, so you mentioned um, you went to Trinet Juniors um, for starters and um, through there you played for Scotland Juniors against Ireland. Right. Um, and what right. was it like playing the Juniors? It was it was really good because um, Josh Pete Holden says, "Oh, you're you picked for this." I says, "Oh, that's, that's, that's great, Ken." Yeah. So like that that was our one because uh, I, I played for the semi-professional team as well. When we played with the juniors as well, that was really good. I think we went through and we played. I can't remember the team we played. Um, it was really good, um, and then. I went for Trinette. I went for Trinette, and actually I went down to Rotherham. They wanted me to go down there and have a wee, see how it is. So I I went down there and I had a, it was actually during pre-season, so it wasn't really any games in that, uh, but we we did have a a bounce game. But it wasn't the right time because my wife was pregnant at the time, so it wasn't really, and they were interested, so I say thanks, but no thanks, because they were going to stay another week. So I come back to Trinette, and then they say that there was a couple of clubs. And Airdrie was one of them. Ardbroth was another. Uh, and I think it was Cowden Beath at the time. So I said, I'll try Airdrie. And it's carried on for there. So, um, obviously went to Airdrie in those days they were part time even though they were um, well, I believe they were in the Premier League um, in your first season as well when I, you, I, um, I, went there in, I went there in 1980 and I had said to Bobby Watson when I signed and we were still in the Scottish Cup with Trinent at the time I said well can you let me play the rest of the Scottish Cup can we get, if we get knocked out or if we get through and win it or whatever uh, I think we got beat rocking like that 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 time actually. Um, he says I need bother, and after that he brought me through. I didn't play any games. Ernie McGar was a goalie. That, that's fine, and had some great players there. And they went up, and I just said to myself, it, it was one of these. I, I said I need to buy my time. I mean, I had I had age on on my side. So the the next the, I think it was four four games in uh, 1981 uh, 80, 81 season mm-hmm. four games in uh, it was the Thursday night we were, what was that Tuesday Thursday we trained and uh, Bobby Watson just pulled the through and he says uh, you all right I says I'm fine huh? he says, I, I says the problem I went no he says uh, you're playing uh, you're playing for the first game on Saturday it's in at Saint Mirren against Saint Mirren I went. All right, so 
and it off of there. And then I get me wrong, Ernie McGarry was brand new. He was a good goalkeeper, um, you know, in his day. He was at one point in the Scotland squad and in the Aberdeen, um, Aberdeen number one for a wee bit. Um, huh? So, you know, taking over from him must have been... Um, well, that's a, right. A I, so, uh, as I said, I, I was <laughs> to bide my time. But it come that quick, I was amazed. So I've got to thank Bobby for that, which I have recently when I was through it. Every doing a hospital. Pitality thing. Um, he was there, so I, I've got to thank him because he trusted me, especially at that age, and not had any actual games. <laughs> and it was quite good. I think we drew two two. We same man that day. I think it was. I and enjoyed it. Excellent. And uh, you survived um, in that first season in the Premier League. Um, you know. No, how did you how did you feel finding your feet? Um, you know, in that first season, I think I think it was I think we, the part time thing was a big a big thing. Because uh, I think I think there was a, another part time team there, and 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 and, and, and it is hard it is hard going uh, against them because it, obviously Rangers and Celtic they train every day. Um, I thought on the whole, I thought we. Done very very well. I think I, I think once I think once I could I can remember we were up we were sitting there fourth and I'm sitting here and I'm saying fourth in the Scottish Premier League it's, it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, uh, as you say, I think we ended up sixth or something like that. So I mean that's 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 good going. And we oh, had yeah, some yeah. great and we had some great results against Rangers and. Celtic, because I think we went, my first game was at Ibrox, against the, the big two. Um, my first game was at Ibrox, and that's when uh, we drew 0-0. Mm. And that was when I had a, a stormer again. Um, and that was actually, that was with goalie gloves. <laughs> and after that, after that, the Monday, the Tuesday we went, and I went and Bobby Watson, I said, Oh, boss, says, Hi, John, what is it? Says, Is there any chance you're getting a couple of play the goalkeeping gloves? He says, By the way, you need fucking goalkeeping gloves after that display. <laughs> so it was it was quite funny. And and saying that, we went to Celtic Park, I think it was two weeks after that, and it was 1 1. So we actually done, we done very well. Yeah, you definitely did. Um, unfortunately, the next season, um, you do go down. Um, maybe the part-time thing caught up with you a little bit in that second season. Um, and Bobby Watson leaves as well. Um, with Bill Monroe taking over. How gutted were you when um, when Bobby left? Well, you're always gutted when the guy that brought you there and shoved you straight in, and and it has to go. But I, I think life goes on I'm afraid because I think I've played under a, f- a few managers to be honest um, I didn't think it worked too well for Bill as well he brought in a few players after that I don't think there were any I'm not saying they were bad players I'm just saying at that time maybe not better than what we had but who who am I to say <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's in, the next few years, um, 82 to 88, um, still was a part-time didn't really get really threatened promotion. I think the highest position at, at some point was fifth. Um, you can almost say you were underachieving. There was one notable result because um, you beat Alec Ferguson's Aberdeen in the League Cup in '84. That was an Aberdeen oh, team that won the European Cup as well. They were in the Championship, sorry. Alec McLeod, Alec McLeod, come in and he was a he was a kind of character in that and. Um, well, and he says, "Ah, oh, yeah, Aberdeen. We're playing Aberdeen, obviously, and he was there, obviously. And uh, as you say, they were all the European again, Hans Hellhaus and all these kind of type of players, and uh, we beat them three, uh, three one. And uh, I saved that apparently that day for Hans Hellhaus, and he was absolutely. Uh, and uh, he has been around in '85, John. Um, I think. I, th- I don't know if you're getting confused with when you beat them in the League Cup in 1989. Aye, yeah. that, that, that would have been a, good, just a, a big scalp at the time, um, given who you were up oh, against. Um, apart from that, yeah, Alan McLeod was going mental. I thought he had won the European Cup. <laughs> I, I spoke to Dave Irons last week. Um, oh, he, did you? Yeah, he, he, he mentioned that he played um, under Alan McLeod at Air United and um, was telling us uh, that he had some strange training methods. I take it that was the oh. same you boys. Oh, yeah, fucking, I don't know about him. I mean, if that's the way he wants to do it, uh, I mean, it's worked for him at some point. Uh, but I think it was all a matter of time when he, he was going to leave. And I think, I think, was it after him? It was, was it Gordon McQueen? Yeah, no. he had a spell. Was it? Can't remember no, if it was directly it. after him or a couple after that. I can't oh, remember. Yeah, I, been somebody who stepped in or something was it no Derek Whiteford may have been I can't remember maybe somewhere round about there but um, I think the Gordon McQueen era was a good one for us obviously but I, then it come round one one day this I think this is maybe 85 86 I think round about there would that, would that be right I'd need, I'd need to look that up to be honest. He come, um, he come round and he asked us, "Would you go full time?" And I said, "And I think everybody said round about the same." Well, that would, that would depend on what we would get, as in pay. And I think um, I don't know why he left. There wasn't a thing with why you left and I think Jimmy was it Boney come in after him Jimmy right, Boney came in about 8990 um, oh, that's right, right. when the um, thing started happening for you again was I'm sure it was 85 86 I went full time was that as soon as that I thought it was uh, I, because I can because I can mind it was the, the, the minor strike and then I left and I went full time because I I actually phoned Josh Pete actually 
when they were discussing this, and I said to him, are we going full-time or we not? And he went, aye, I said, right. So I went, after the, the strike, I went, and I said to the boss at the thing, I said, I'm going to leave because I'm going, I'm going full-time. And that, and that was that, and that was about 85, 86, round about that era. Yeah. How big a decision is that, um, you know, going um, from being part-time to full-time? Oh, it was, oh, it was a godsend because obviously when you've been working all day and then you've got, and then by that time I wasn't driving at the time, so I had to get a, I had to, I was up at five o'clock, got a bus, got a, the pit bus for here to the pit, and then I had to get a, another bus for the pit to Edinburgh, and then get a, another bus on there to Bath, I think it was Bathgate, Bathgate, and then a bus there right through to Edinburgh. So you're talking about, I go home, round about half eleven, twelve o'clock at night, and I'm back up at five o'clock. Jesus. There you go. Is that no hangman for you, is it, no? That's, that's dedication, to be fair, that, John. That, you know, to play for right, so I'm saying, and, and, I, and I've done that for a certain amount of years. Yeah, and, and, and just and, as well. And, and obviously, I went full time, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I think I got a lot better. As in, yeah. oh, I, I learned, because you're doing it every day, and you're getting to know the players every day. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we went for there, up a bit, and then we had so many good players, and we done really well in cups, as you can, and and done well in the leagues, and you yeah. can't argue with that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, 1999 was the first, and you go. And I think, I think, when you're full-time, I think you, you get better players in. And I think that's what happened. Uh, Obviously, yeah. the, the, the last era that, that, that when I was there with Alan Durrell, he brought in a few players that he obviously knew. And that helped us a lot. Yeah, because you were able to take on Coyle from uh, Clyde Bank. Um, no, Coyle And uh, Alan Lawrence, obviously. Um, we never obviously mentioned the fact that he scored a hat-trick past you for Meadowbank. Oh, fucking never. What's I see that? <laughs> Uh, is that his claim? Is that his claim to fame? <laughs> I can remember. I can remember it was Meadowbank and um, it was at night, and he was obviously sicker there and he scored three. And I, I actually, I actually said to him, "See the next time you fucking come near me, I'm going to break your fucking leg." <laughs> he didn't come near me after that. <laughs> he says, "I've got my three goals. I'm going to come near you." I think he mentioned that. Um, I've got uh, he, he always, he always brings that up. I'm the only striker he scores three. I says, <laughs> yeah, I've I've got a mate who's an Airdrie fan who um says that ruined his eighteenth birthday, so it wasn't just you um who um had to receive the end of that. <laughs> um, uh, it always uh, honestly, even if we if we went away for a, a uh, for Friday, kind of if we were playing teams and that, he would always mention that. Oh, can you mind that? I says, there you go, fucking there, never. <laughs> you should put a sweepstake on it next time you see my how many minutes he brings that up but um, and it's all it's all good it's all good banter at the end of the day um, oh, at least yeah, you aye, good aye. mate oh we come very very friendly he's been a couple him and Heather's been a couple of my charity dues for charging that mm-hmm. 
Excellent, that's all good. So, um, eighty nine ninety was the first season where um, it, there was a sign of promise. Although you you didn't go up, um, there was one particular game. Um, you know, I was actually speaking to Colin McCready yesterday um, for um, the podcast because he's a St Johnston fan, and this game got brought up um, St Johnston Airdrie, um, and I was saying to him that. A combination of you and the crossbar three times kept that score line down. Um, it, it was you know, nearly 10,000 inside that stadium. A lot of people talk about it fondly, but obviously from your point of view, although you had a particularly great game, made some great saves, it doesn't really matter to you because you didn't go up and that was a game that cost you. That's right. We went there and we knew what we had to do when we scored. And as you say, I think I, I'm thinking things are just going my way. I'm saving everything but the kitchen sink, I, and and that's what was happening. And uh, but you knew St Johnston because they they had really really good players and strikers and that like you know. Um, so I, it was after the it was after the game. Obviously, I thought I said, "Oh, great game, John." But to me, that didn't didn't matter because it, it didn't matter. They got beat. But on your own, you could say to, to yourself, well, I had a good game, but there's always that but. Um, so after it, I think it's the papers the next again day and somebody says, um, some, somebody had says, why is, why is John Martin known the Scotland squad? And the answer to that was, the answer to that was, he says, because he's not playing the Rangers or Celtic. <laughs> Maybe got a point. Maybe not. Possibly, I mean, there was a there was a lot of decent goalkeepers at that time. I mean, I mean, you had Jim Leighton, you had Andy Gorham, um, I think Brian Gunn was playing well at Norwich at the time. Then you had then Henry Smith and um, at Hearts. Um, I mean, it may well it may well have been that um, had you been playing at a high level earlier, um, you could have got in. I mean, is that one thing in your? We played we played Aberdeen up in Aberdeen, and I think we got beat that. We got we got beat one nil or something, two nil or maybe something like that. And at the end of the game, obviously, you shake hands with everybody, and I shake hands with Jim Leighton and that. And I can always mind this. And, and he shoot my hand, he says, Hi, big man, I've seen the Scotland team chocolate. Eh? All right. And that, to come for him, you know, is... It's quite good. And yeah. to be fair, I think it was the era... I think it was before... When, when was... When we got a what's his name? Uh, manager of Scotland. What's his name again? Andy Roxburgh, Craig Brown. Oh, the other one. It was with us. And maybe Alan McLeod. Alan McLeod, seven eight. Alan McLeod. Alan McLeod. Before he come to us, he, he was Scotland, wasn't he? He he was in Scotland, wasn't he? Because he, I can mind. He, he was asked. He was asked why John Martin wasn't playing for Scotland, and he was weird at the time. And his answer was he was, but he got injured. All right. And I can mind that because I got injured against Dundee United on the Saturday, and I was supposed to be at a hotel in Glasgow in the Monday. Mm-hmm. And I think I got injured again. I think I'm sure it was Dundee United and Saturday, somewhere like that. But that was the only time that 
I really, and apart from being in that other Scotland thing, semi-professionals that they used to have. Remember that was all the part part timers and all that, mm-hmm. which is quite good. Right, that must have been um, good. Been you no know, having people say that you were close to being the Scotland squad or linked to a Scotland Cup. That must that would have been um, great. It shows how much you were developing as a goalkeeper. Um, but you know, come back obviously going back to Airdrie, um You missed out in nineteen ninety, but the following season, a tough tough league. I mean, I saw there was only. Um, Two or three points separated the top three. Fall cut yourselves in Dundee, but luckily for you, on the last day you beat the throwers to go up. Um, that must have been an amazing feeling. Oh, that, was really. great, that was absolutely fantastic. Um, obviously, the fans were there in their thousands, and Wraith were hoping to sculpture that. And I, Big Evan scored, I think it was. I think it was the early doors day, so it was one of the how <laughs> Keep them out till then, and then when the full time whistle went, it was. I mean, I, I actually, I actually went right up to the stand where my wife and that were all sitting, my, and my two ladies and that. I just I flew up there and jumped out of this balcony and all that. <laughs> so, what were the celebrations like afterwards? Oh, it was, I can't mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good night then. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a great night when you do remember. Oh, it was really good because when we were going back to Airdrie, all the fans have got their windies open, they've got the flags out, <laughs> they're peeping the horn at us, and oh, it was really great, aye. Oh, fantastic. There's some good times and some bad times, obviously, but hey ho. Yeah. But, I mean, Jimmy Bone then leaves you at the end of that season, which must have come out of shock, and Alec McDonald comes in. Um, I noticed in your book you, you were a bit peeved at being left out the first two games um, of the Premier League season for Alan McKnight. Um, one of them against Aberdeen, I was actually at. Um, but then you quickly get your place back in the team and um, you start. This is where the cup reputation starts because you get to the League Cup semi final, um, beating Aberdeen, as we mentioned before, um, but uh-huh. we won't go over it. Um, and then beating, Celtic <laughs> the quarter, then beating Celtic in the quarter final. And you know, they, that's obviously good times. Um, but then. And firmly in the semi-final, there's no question that you were robbed. I mean, um, oh, no, no, that's no what David Times not in your can't list. We're absolutely raped. Mm-hmm. Um, when Alec come, I don't know what I've done. But anyway, I how you getting on, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the next thing, um, we were playing Wimbledon in a pre-season friendly. So, and Alan McKnight was there. It, it, it doesn't bother me with other goalies. If they're there, they want to try and get a game, that's fine. As long as I get fair play. So anyway, I goes in, I goes in, uh, uh, Alex, he says, oh, can I have a wonder about that anymore? He says, listen, I'm going to play Alex first and then I'll play you at half time. I'm still waiting on my game. No, I don't think that's fair. And then they never even come to me. So, I, I, me personally, I've been there that long. I says, well, well, that's fine. So anyway, he picked Alan McKnight for the first, as you say, I think it was two games or something. I'm sure it was, there was a midweek against Hearts, and I think McKnight had a terrible game, I think. And I, I didn't think he played play too well against you, I don't think. That, that's what I got told. And obviously, after the Hearts game, I got told that he went back to his B&B, wherever he was, wrecked it, and fucked off. <laughs> Next minute, 
John McVeigh. Is it John? Is it John? Aye, John McVeigh. I, I, I trained on the Wednesday. Ah, you're playing Saturday. I says, am I? Are you sure? Sure, I've got to tell that off for And there ever since, but I think it was pretty poor on the manager's case that he didn't go through with what he, he did say to me. Because I hadn't played any games. So how does he can, you know? Well, when the other goalkeeper buggers off, it makes his mind easier, to be fair. Um, well, that's right. At least, at least you proved yourself in the next couple. Um, certainly in the League Cup games, as I mentioned against Aberdeen Celtic, you know, that must have been satisfying. And um, did they ever come back to you and say, um, you know, I got the decision wrong? Or just, or was no, it just a case of, well never. done for proving me wrong? No. N- 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 never come up to me and say to me, listen, I got that wrong, Joe. I'm obviously sorry. Fair dues. I just went... Played I could the best I could, and I, I actually that that year that he left out the first two games is, and that season, as a couple of, I've spoken to a couple of the players before, obviously, and they're saying, oh, I'm getting glad you come back, oh, we wouldn't have got this far, and that's what they, they say to me. Yeah, see, I didn't care what Doddy was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, as you said, you would you would think he would come up to you and. Even Paul in the office says, listen, I, I got it wrong. Obviously, sorry about that. I, I, don't, I don't know. Everybody gets... <laughs> so I'm wrong sometimes. Yeah. Managers can be stubborn, um, as, you, as you know. Um, but having beaten Aberdeen Celtic, you must have fancied your chances in that League Cup. And, um, you know, that... Dunfermline semi-final defeat must have really hurt you because um, they obviously are going to lose the final to Hibs. And, uh, no, uh, and... Uh, 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 it, it, it actually hurt us that bad, that bad, <laughs> that bad. After it, it was myself, Jimmy Sanderson, Big Evan, went in Edinburgh, went in Edinburgh. Well, we were in Edinburgh anyway. We went into a club, doing the stair. It was absolutely packed, right? The band's fucking playing as loud as you can. We've got a few beers in our hand and we're getting it loud and the boy comes up and he says could you keep the noise down please hey keep the fucking noise down you're fucking having a laugh or what <laughs> <laughs> oh really it's funny it's fun. oh. so I had a few beers with a few beers that day obviously Jimmy he he felt it that's the best how 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 he got that wrong how the referee got that wrong is just one, it, it wasn't even in the box. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I've yeah. already seen it. That, that's the worst of it. Yeah, it was a it was a crazy decision. I remember at the time um, thinking it was a crazy decision. Um, but I mean, the, I mean, we'll also talk about the league cup a bit more because there was a few league cups in the that ended up losing. That seems to be one that got away. But in the league, um, you can you no. Know, um, for for Neil from White team to finish seventh in the league, um, right. you know that was that must be a really good achievement. Just sp- speaking about the, I mean we've obviously mentioned um, on call we've mentioned Alan Lawrence. They're just two of the components. You know you've got Jamie Sanderson, um, you've got Evan Balfour, you've got Kenny Black, um, Big Andy Smith um, was a bit part player at times. Um, Sandy Stewart, Walter Kidd. Just Walter t- talk Kidd, about yeah. the um, team spirit that you all formed, because that obviously must have been key to you surviving. Uncomfortable. Oh, you had a, 
we 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 had a we had a great time, and obviously the the the, the Hertz guys that was there, and obviously they knew each other, eh? But they were all right, and that, and all had a wee laugh, and tell me to go and fuck their and all that, and we're we're always fucking the Hertz and all that, carrying on. Um, and to be honest, we, we actually there's there's myself, Evan, uh, Big Ev was there, Walter Kid, and actually we met Eamon Bannon in the, the wee pub that we went to. Because he stays just room for the, uh, so there was about seven of us, eight of us, and we're, we're in the pub and we're all having a laugh and that. It was really good. Because I just kept winding them up about the hairs and that. I said, "You can't you only come to us because we fuck the hairs all the time." Excellent, um, and you, you do actually beat Hearts that season in the Scottish Cup. Um, you, you beat both Aye. Edinburgh clubs on the way you to the final. Them, um, you actually beat them in '92 and '95. Yes, uh, yeah, I remember that. I mean, '92, that one to beat them in penalties to get to Airdrie's uh, first cup final since '75. Um, that must have been a special night. And um, you saved the first penalty and then did the finger um, licking celebration. <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> they actually, they actually, the 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 one that the, the Hertz fans talk about all the time is uh, the one that they says it was over the line, right? And all I say to them, I says, listen, it wasn't over the line. They never gave it. I says, can you know? Say to Timmy, listen, John, it was a fantastic save. And so, I, so I says, how can I get it from behind the line, ruin the post? How the fuck can I do that? I need to be a magician. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Was this the first game with the 0-0 no, no one? That was that was the nil nil game before uh, the replay. Yeah. I I, I and I said, oh, that, I said it's no one. <laughs> I said it was a I said it was a fantastic save. Listen to what I'm saying. No, no. So anyway, it, it, it went on and on and on, and then it went to penalties in, in the replay. And it was a I think it was big. Say that half at the end of the first person. one. David McPherson. David McPherson, uh, he did the first one, and uh, it's just one of them. You, you, you pretend you sometimes go one way. He maybe got his eye on me and changed his mind to go the way that I was going to go. But as you, as, as you keep saying, I, I, I've got a very good thing with it, and apparently kicks. So I was quite I was quite happy about that, and then Scott Crabb, I think, hit the bar with his. And I think we we go all 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 hours, and it was just it was just fantastic after that because obviously if you're through the, the final, you get all the TV, you get folk coming up to you, oh well well done, and blah blah blah. So ah, it was re- really good. And as you say, it's about uh, it wasn't even when I saved this first year and went up to the fans, and I just says that's one, that's all I need. That's what that was when I licked the finger. <laughs> Yeah, KFC style celebration, finger looking good. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> um, in the final, I mean, you, you got a lot of plaudits, um, but um, ultimately you did lose the final 2 1. Now, it's a good Rangers team, it must be said. I mean, that Rangers team were obviously starting nine in a row. Um, the next season they did well in the Champions League, nearly reached the final. So it's no disgrace going down 2 um, 1 when a lot of less teams would have probably folded and you put up a good battle towards the end and I think Wes Reid was quite I, close I, at the end. I think well I, I think I think we actually put up a great a, a great show. 
Oh, I, I don't think we let ourselves down, or the, or the fans down. And, 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 and as you say, it was only 2-1 against a, a great Rangers team there. And I think, after Andy Smith scored, I think, I think, I'll tell you what, if that game had went on at least another 10 minutes, quarter an hour, I think, I think we had Rangers rocking a wee bit. Yeah, you might well have got extra time had you had another 10 minutes, but um, certainly good um, occasion. I mean, I say, Alan, I, I said to Nipper about the, the strip, it wasn't oh, one of the best. Oh, again, is it? <laughs> no, 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 we bypassed that by this point, but um, it, wasn't the, it wasn't the best um strip, to be honest, but um, I was joking when we did a, um, a Euros um, special, because... Um, in the, in the Euros that year, Peter Schmeichel obviously won the European Championship. And people say, look at the Hummel Bright Lights goalie top. That's a Peter Schmeichel. And I say, no, John Martin wore that first. Uh, thank you very much. I did, actually. It was. And actually, I picked it. They asked me if I wanted to pick my own top. And I says, I. And that's the one I picked. Yeah. Was there just like a few different prototypes that Hummel um, produced, and you said that, that yes, one was a, Yeah, yeah, there was a couple of, uh, there was two or three of them, and I said, ah, I'll, 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 I'll do that in the end. But yeah, as you're saying about the Smeichel one, somebody said that as well. She says, ah, oh, and one of the, I think it was one of the Erdre fans, I think it was on Facebook or something, says, no, no, he says, John Martin wore it first. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> Peter Schmeichel wore the um, John Martin top. That's what you can always say. Uh, that, that would be a, a better one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so I mean, the following that being in that final um, in, in those days got you then um, because Rangers won the double, you got the um, Cup Winners Cup spot. Um, yeah. So um, I actually um, went to Airdrie's one and only European tie that night. You were so unlucky. I mean, I never brought it up oh. to Nipper about the Saturday miss. I wish I did now. Um, but, uh, you should have asked him about that. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned it to him afterwards on Facebook, but um, you were so unlucky. And to go down 1-0 at a last-minute goal, that must have been a sickener. But what was it like playing well, in Europe in the first place? Well, see, at the end of the day, you're playing against Sparta Prague and you're talking about folk in that Sparta Prague team that are internationals. And to play the way we played, and as you say, is we lost a big Evan, a big Evan put his hand up. He says, I lost, Marana. Fair enough. But we, we still had chances over there, because we missed it apparently as well over there. And we had still chances to go through. But it wasn't our day. But I don't think we'll let anybody down. No, definitely not. As I say, you should have won the first leg, in my opinion. Um, I, I don't know what the performance was like away, but Sparta Prague were not a bad side. They beat Rangers the previous year in the European Cup, um, so that was the kind of position you were up against. But I hope you had a good night in Prague. We, <laughs> uh, to be fair, we, we didn't. Uh, we, 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 after the game, and that, obviously, you got the press and blah, 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 and this and blah. And then we went, we went back to the hotel. And we just had a few, we actually just had a few beers and then into the into beds. It wasn't there, because we, we were travelling back the next again day. Right, okay. That's a shame you never got the proper night, because I know when I spoke to Ali Graham, um, he was talking about um, being in Munich, and <laughs> they made sure they had a few good nights. Um, they had oh, a few, well, we a few never good had beers. that. 
Uh, and Prague would have been cheaper than Munich <laughs> at that point. Oh, um, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, you should have filled your manager up for that. <laughs> and then, hi, and then we got back. And to be fair, the Airdrie fans, there was a hell of a lot of Airdrie fans at the airport. Excellent. That must, that must um, give you a buzz coming back to a good reception then. Of course it does. Because at the end of the day, we all knew, we, we, we gave it a lot, and they knew. And then they, they actually knew that the team we had, it wasn't all about gosh, it was all about we all fought for each other. And that's, uh, I think, to that, that's half the battle, and that's how we got on as a team. Mm-hmm. I think I think it'd be fair in those days also, Airdrie fans um, would have appreciated that you were always the underdogs, almost no matter who you were playing. Um, you know, you've got smaller budgets than teams yeah. in your league and you've fought, fought well. So I think they, they appreciate the effort. And in fact, Airdrie got that um, a good a good wee spell with cup runs and stuff. Unfortunately, that season um, was your last as a top flight player. Um, Airdrie went down that season. And I think a lot, a lot of it had to do with disciplinary issues. Um, over 100 yellow cards. Um, you know, that must have been... Um, at, at the time, you know, just dealing with the criticism that you would have got, you know, for being um, dirty, Airdrie, etc. Was that something that bothered you guys at the time? No, definitely not. If that if that was if that was the the way they wanted to call us, as in, what was the name again? Was it Beastie? I just think I read Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys. Now, if you've got a Beastie Boy. If you're a beastie boy and you've got in your team Alan Lawrence, Owen Coyle, come on, let's be real about it. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just play to our, we just play to what we were good at. Yeah, well, as I say, it did well for his one season. It didn't quite work out the second season, but then, um, you know, second season is usually harder. The following year, um, it turned out to be last at Broomfield. Um, that, that, that's, a, that's a sad sight, knowing that it's now in Morrison's. Um, oh. Just sum up the sadness when you lost, when um, when you played for the last time in that yeah. iconic stadium. I think, actually, the last game is against Dumb. Permanent, and we beat them 1-0, one, 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 I think it was. Which would have stopped them going up. Aye, that's right. Falkirk no, they still went them. up. They still went up because... So I they didn't Falkirk, Falkirk went up that year. Falkirk went up on the last Falkirk day. Morton or, or something on the last day or something like that. It but was anyway, just one up, one up that year, John. It was just one up that year because they rejected the leagues. Um, they didn't a couple of years before they went back in. So we... we um, we knew what was going to happen, and we went to the the new part, which was great. But I think we got used to old Broomfield because a lot of a lot of clubs didn't like to come there. No, Let, let's be honest about it. No, definitely not. I mean, say a lot of teams had problems going to to Broomfield, and. Um, you know, it's, it's, it was a ground of character at that time, and um, it was it's just a shame that. Um, I mean, did you start worrying at that point what could happen to Airdrie in the future, or well, as a I, me personally, I I I thought in a big stadium like that, 
you need to be to get it full. And it was full against Celtic when we played them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just didn't get it at that big stadium like that. How are you going to fill it? And the next, the next thing is that uh, what's he going to do to us? I think, we, I think we went back the way, to be honest with you. But it's all. As I said before, it's all about cash, and really, that I think they got a, a payday for what they sold it for. But I didn't get any. <laughs> yeah, it all goes in other people's pockets, but that's a story. Oh, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, ninety-four, ninety-five. Um, you finished fourth in the league. Um, I think a, a lot of bad results at your temporary home abroad um, didn't, didn't help you, but the Cups were a big success. You win the Challenge I mean, the Challenge Cup, I'll go into that first, actually. Um, you know, it's, I think some some teams, Brown know, some fans, Brown knows that competition, certainly top flight fans, um, but I mean, for you guys, it must be a big thing, you know, um, getting to a Cup final and winning. I, I, take it, I take it the Challenge Cup was the B&Q Cup, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, so you beat Dundee in the yeah. final. It's at me down I back. beat Dundee in the final. Don't get me wrong. It, as you say, it doesn't matter what. I mean, folk can say it's a Mickey Mouse Cup. They can say that if they want. But if they, they won it, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be saying that. A cup's a cup. And you're beating Dundee. Mm-hmm. And and the, 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 the fans, again, as you can, the, the, most of them are off their heads. So they're thinking, I thought they'd win the European Cup. <laughs> and it's and it's your only winners medal from your playing career. I mean, you must treasure that still. Oh, well, without a doubt, I well, I, I have got that, in, and I, I, as you probably well know, I auctioned my other two losers for the Scottish Cup mm-hmm. finals for Sammy Coyne thing. Yeah, the more neuron. Yeah, I read about yeah. him. That's a shame. Aye, so I, I I got that they auctioned off and done done all right. That's good. I mean, and I know that some people um, don't like it when players auction off medals um, for their own gain. But if you're doing it for charity, that's completely different. I know Alan Stubbs, we Scottish Cup winners medal with Hibs. Um, the first thing he did was um, auction off for a cancer charity, which I think is tremendous. Um, yeah, see the likes, see the likes, see the likes of all the. Uh, the players that have got medals and that, and I could I could help a player and a friend. Sammy was. Mm-hmm. Um, I would do it again, but for players, that do it for themselves. I don't get it. No. no. To be fair, to be fair, Sammy's wife she phoned me. And his daughter phoned me, and they couldn't be more. Ken, thanks very much. Oh, that, that you shouldn't have done. I says no, I did it because I want to do it. I want to do it for my friend and a great player he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hope whoever's got those medals, um, you know. There's one. There's it. one. There's one at Airdrie Stadium. Oh, is that excellent? Yes, yeah, one. Somebody, somebody bought it from there. And I don't, uh, I can't remember. There's an airdrop, there's an airdrop supporter, one of the older guys. He uh, he got the other one. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So they've no way, not that I know if they've went and they're going to be shoved in a, because this guy showed me a photo where he, where he put his medal. <laughs> Excellent. And I kind of uh, frame kind of thing. I said, oh, that's great. And then when it, I go to Adrian, it, it, it's there, Ken, so at least I can where they are. Yeah, and then the um, I mean, you m- might as well come on to the Scottish Cup. Um, you know, another decent one, beat um, putting out on Fellman Wraith, and as we mentioned earlier, you beat Hearts. That was the one where the late um, Stevie Cooper got the only goal of the game. Um, oh, <laughs> a solid performance that day because I think Hearts had beat Rangers and Dundee United on route who had the previous um, right. finalists. I just didn't again. I don't. I don't know the. I did anything handle us or no. Because every time we played Hearts, we, we always got a result. And that's what I said earlier there. Hearts were in a... And that's why I say stay aiming Bannon and all and, and, and uh, again, just winding them up. Um, <laughs> but to get to uh, another Scottish Cup final for a, a, a club like us, and I'm not saying that in a bad way, it's it <laughs> absolutely great. Right. Without a doubt, you know, for a club like Airdrie to, um, with no disrespect, you know, to get to two um, Scottish Cup finals in three seasons yeah. was tremendous. Um, so you had one, so this was up against the other half of the old farm. Celtic were under immense pressure that day because they obviously lost the Coca-Cola Cup final to Wraith Rovers earlier that season. Um, I mean, you got to you got to meet Royalty uh, and um, I think um, yeah, some of the pressure had a bit of laugh for giving, um, for giving the Duchess um, of, well, was it Duchess of Kent a kiss there's, the cheek? There's, 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 a, there's a quite a, a long story but I'll cut it. Um, okay. the, the, when that all happened and we were standing the Duchess was there. I, I, I just done it off the cuff. It wasn't it all planned. I didn't even can so I, I just shoot their hand and gave her a kiss and then Oh, the other guys went and kissed her as well. I don't know if it's because I'd done it. So anyway, it was after the, it was after the game and that, and the wife and that was there. And somebody says, "Your your husband just kissed the Duchess." She says, and my wife just went, "So what?" <laughs> so anyway, it it come to think with it, you would think, all right, Celtic won the cup, blah blah blah. Next game morning, in the papers, what is it? John headlines kissing the Duchess again. <laughs> I get a phone call on the Sunday morning. I can't remember what press it was. She says, John, what about this? Uh, kissing this? the Duchess. I says, well, she obviously liked it because she didn't pull back. I says, she was wanting to put a, a tongue in her mouth, but I didn't want to do that. <laughs> and, and everybody, and, and, and that was the, the conversation when I went to um, my local club and that. Because I walked in and all the boys were going, oh, can, can you get all the mates and that? saying, ah. Angel will be happy about that. But, uh, and just after that, it must have been a week after that, I get a knock on the door. I get a knock on the door and there was a, a letter from the Duchess of Kent. I've got it actually, I've got it up the stair. It's in a, it's in a frame and it's just there on the wall and uh, wishing me all the best and Hopefully I can take young kids the way I've done and blah, blah, blah. Duchess again, signed. So I keep that as a memento. (laughs) Yeah, that must must have been fun, um, kissing royalty. Um, I noticed the Celtic players didn't do it that day. Um, No, no, I just done that off the cuff. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, and obviously your teammates follow it, which I think was just um, superb. Uh, the game itself, um, lives in memory, is one of the worst Scottish Cup finals of all time. And obviously for yourself, you end up in the losing end of it as well. I don't think there's much you could have done about the Van Hoydonk header. Um, but it was. do you think that was a missed opportunity that day for Airdrie? That, that definitely was a missed opportunity because that, that's really one of the games that we thought we could win this. Because still we weren't the best. And I think we were, and I think, I'll go to Wee Alan Lawrence, I think he missed, I don't, I don't think it was a yeah, 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 he had a chance, I don't think it was a start, I think Bonner made a yeah. statement. Um, and I think the goal could have been prevented by, we boil it, could have kicked it out the park. Because mm-hmm. oh, I was yeah, going to no. go for it, I was going to go for it, because it was just, part, and, and he says to me, John, you, you leave it, I'll, I'll get it. Fair enough, and by the time he's 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 miskicked it, he's kicked it to the thing where he's not, not locked it into Van Hoyndor, and he's out. He jumped to uh, Graham Hay, and he's put it mad mad away. So it's a goal. It could have been prevented if you want to put it that way. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's. It's amazing how these things happen. Um, right. Just things that miss kicks, um, and yeah, all of a sudden yeah. the ball comes in the box. And if you, you gain his height, Van Hoydonk height, you know what I mean? Yeah, hi, he was. Last, last, actually, the last time I met him was, uh, I would say, about a year ago. I was asked through to do a, a Premier Sports. The Premier Sports was opening up. All right, with the Celtic Airdrie Cup tie. Yes, that's the one. And there was my smell, there was my cell. Hydonk, Terry Butcher, and Colin Cameron. All four of us. So I says to Hydonk, I says, aye, I say, because we were having a wee laugh before we all we all done our bit and that. We were having a laugh about that, the, the goal and that. I says, ah, you misheaded the fucking thing. I dig it. But it was a good laugh in that, with a good wee time in that. Yeah, you, you liked your press opportunities back in the day. I mean, there's loads of good ones with the diamond cards and uh, the, the the knife going through the head, obviously. Oh, there's quite a few, eh? There's quite a few. Um, I, I I just done, I just do them off the off the cuff. I, I didn't, I didn't, and, and and if they say to me, you want to do that, I think I think sometimes sometimes you got to have a bit of fun. You can't be serious. When I go into the park, that's when you'll see the John Martin there. But when I'm off the park, you, you're not clear who it is. Because if you look there now, and John, I don't know if you could tell me, who is a character at this moment in time? <laughs> you need to scramble. You need to scramble. Exactly. There's a very few. Exactly. So I think it was... I think a lot of folk liked. Oh, there's there's Big John again. I can go and all that. that. That's that's fine. I, I I I can go with that. You know. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a sad era that we don't have as many characters. And I think things are a wee bit more serious and monotonous. And I suppose there's no no harm in that, but no, it's not I as good as the nineties for me. Yeah, I, I can't mention one. It comes into my head at at the moment. And if you, if somebody says to you back in my day, right, who's in the characters? I would probably be in your in your top three. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why I wanted to interview you. Um, um, so, and again, thanks very much for that time. So, it could have been three finals that season, um, but you lost the, um, after again putting out a couple of Premier teams, I think it was Motherwell that season was one of them, and um, I can't remember the other one off the top of my head, but you played Aith Rovers in the semi-final, um, and it go, and unfortunately, on that occasion oh, for you, um, you lose the penalty shout, you're not close enough to any of their penalties. But they were good at penalties that season, Wraith Rovers, because they obviously did it in the final. Is, is, that, is that the one again that Alan Lawrence missed a, a sitter? <laughs> is this an Alan Lawrence bashing to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to get him back. <laughs> is that getting back from Medivac? Yeah, he missed yes. the, the penalty. Yes, Unfortunately for him. Seventeen-year-old goalie was in for um, Wraith Rovers that night because uh, their keeper gets sent off. Ali Graham, uh, who we spoke to, um, he scored that night, um, and then Scott Thompson gets sent off, and right. Brian Potter comes in, and then he saves the penalty. But he wasn't allowed into the, the nightclub that night to celebrate. Did you know? <laughs> no, because he was under eighteen. Oh, but you can all just say he's eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, we've all done that. Aye, we'll keep that quiet, yeah. But, um, <laughs> Aye, but yeah. It, was, it, was, it, it was a disappointing night all in, I think, because uh, we knew, we knew obviously, the League Cup was one of them we, we couldn't get by. And uh, that, was the time, that was the time to do it and that. But fortunately for us, you kind of win every penalty competition. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, you would sw- you wouldn't swap the four two win over Hearts for um, getting past Wraith Rovers no, that night. So, no, I wouldn't swap uh, that. No, swap yeah, that. Especially given you got Europe. That that was back in the League Cup was obviously um, the it was the Coca Cola Cup at that point, and uh, Europe still mattered, and because that's how Wraith Rovers get in. Following year, you had another chance to get to a final, which would have been against Aberdeen, but you came unstuck against Dundee in that one, um, and then a few years later, again. You mentioned um, beating Celtic on route, but you lose to Rangers. Was the League Cup just one of those that just wasn't meant I to be? I, I just didn't care what it really was, John. The, the League Cup, but I, I, I don't think I don't think we were, you could say we were fear. Oh no, this is another League Cup. Say, oh no, here's an alien. No. I think it was just one of these. I don't care. It wasn't. It wasn't to be. <laughs> the League Cup was not what it come to. Every. Yeah. I mean, what Airdrie fans would give these days to get back to a semi-final, um, you know, in that well, competition. I mean, that I'll, would be worth a lot of money. Well, that would be a lot of money, but I've already said, I've already said this, even when I've been through there doing some hospital, you'll <laughs> never, not, not in my time, not in my time, get back to where we were at that time. There is absolutely no chance. No, I can't see it for a long time myself, unfortunately. Exactly. So, point of view. Um, I mean, after that, I mean, the the glory areas were starting to fade away. But you, you had one real chance of getting back back into Premier League. That was ninety six, ninety seven. Um, the playoff against Hibs, um, unfortunately, just came un, unstuck. You know, Darren Jackson was on fire, but I don't think it helped that Ken Eady, who you had for a season, who was still on fire at that point, even though he nearly retired, um, but he wasn't allowed to play in the playoff because um, his, ca- his contract apparently only covered the league games that didn't cover the playoff and George Pete wouldn't let him play. Oh, right. Did you know about that? 
I didn't know about that. Yeah, no. he asked me to ask you if you knew about that. But he was telling me. because uh, I've got, I've got, Kenny, I've, I've got Kenny, Kenny on Facebook. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, I, well, that one you're talking about against the Hibs, the two games against the Hibs, I wasn't playing that day, day, day games. Are you not? That's probably why they lost. <laughs> well, I'm not. I, the, the the point to that is I was injured and uh, and oh. Andy Rhodes was in. He was a decent keeper, to be fair. I, I'll tell you what happened. We we were uh, we were at training once. We were at, no, we were at training in Andy Rhodes, but nobody they liked him. Nobody liked him at all. Yeah. Even the Airdrie fans for what he done. Ah, uh, the film and the mind uh, at Tynecastle and that. Uh, but anyway, come in. I was not bothered. And during the training session, I done my I done my, my cartilage on that date. So they the had to. Well, they asked them if he could sign. I says, oh, I says, they've got to do something. So I think he played a friendly against Clyde Bank. Got beat. I think we got beat with Clyde Bank three nine or something. And then he played. A couple of more games, and I was there. I was, I was, I was fucked. And he played the two games, and obviously we, we didn't get, we didn't get through there. And then he left after that. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that was the last real opportunity he had. I mean, I think they finished second again in two thousand two. Bust them, um, but we'll go back to. I was away with then. Yeah, I. Um, I mean, your last season, ninety eight, ninety nine. We've also covered the fact that, um, you know, you lost in the League Cup semi-final to Rangers. Um, I mean, bef- you had your last game later on that season at Hamilton, but before that, you you had a game where you thought it was going to be your last game it was against St. Mern, um Junior Mendez incident. Um, what happened there? The, the, the point to that is, is, is and I'm still. Convinced that he absolutely died. I have no hang about that. That's for sure, and that is what made me really mad. But to get sent off, just to, to pull him up, I don't think that was right. But uh, who am I, a referee or a linesman? But um, but the manager, the manager, out of dolls. Didn't say really, really much, and then I think he left. Alec McDonald left, I think, and I think got a McKay to over. Yeah, he took over and that, that season. That, yeah, but you that, didn't got him. That just sum that just sums me up. Uh, sums him up that. So because he he couldn't run a brothel with a five pound note tie round it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what was it that you, that you didn't like about him? I think I think he thought I was too too big for the club, and and him, because he didn't even he didn't even say. But I had really made up my mind. I said I I'm no way to with him being the manager. But he made it mere blunt that oh, uh, John, I'm no going to renew your contract. I says I cannot. I says, but I would like to ask you why. And the answer was, nein. There was no answer. But he wanted me, he wanted me to tell the press that everything was uh, hunky, like, oh, 
he wanted to go and we do and all that kind of shit. I, I, I wouldn't have that. I just went, I just left. Uh, I think the, the I think the guy passed away. Um, and we had a wee chat before I left the park on on the, on on that day. And he says to me, "Oh, he says I we're going to give you this and we're going to give you that." Right? Okay, then I'm still fucking waiting. But anyway, there you are. The last game against Hamilton, um, one 0 win, clean sheet, perfect way to go out. Well, uh, it made, made, well, the thing I've got to that is he made, made the captain, we had a clean sheet, we won the game one now and a, a game against Hamilton, and the rest is just history. And then the next minute, the next minute I heard he's, he's been booted out. Does that tell you a story? Was was Mackay gone after that game? No, after that game, no. It was uh, obviously he started off. Um, I think it was about three or four months into it or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and someday I I, I can't, can't remember. The press asked me. I says, "I got Mackay." Go I says, "He shouldn't have been there anyway." I says, "I says one that was that was a cheap option." There's, there is no doubt about that. Yeah. Because I can, I can mind, I can mind. We, we actually he asked, he says, "Will you play a reserve?" I says, "Ah, of course I will." So he picked his up. Went into Morton. One, one, nothing. They're coming back. I don't know why he said it. He says, "Johnny says I, I, I can't play because Scott Thompson's playing well." I says, I didn't ask to play. I says, I bet you played great. I says, listen, I'm no arguing. If a goalie in front of me is playing well, I'm just going to bind my time. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right. That was it. End of conversation. Is it just his man management skills that didn't appeal to you? Oh, I just... Even if... See if, if, you, if, see if you asked, like, say... A couple of his hearts buddies. They'll tell you the same thing. They'll tell you the same story. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll not make this a Gary McKay podcast. It's all about yourself. No, um, no, certainly <laughs> so, not. Yeah, so, um, so you, you left Airdrie after, um, was that 12, 13 years that you were at the club? Wait a minute, I was at the club 19 years. Oh, sorry, 19 years, sorry. I was there 19 years. sorry. So I've mixed up my dates, yeah, 80 to 99, of course, that's 19 years. Um, so, and in that time you had a testimonial, I think that was back in 89, um, against Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, why that were, was Trevor Stevens. Yeah. Why were um, Rangers the ones that were picked? Was that who you really wanted? Well, they, they, they asked me, and I said, I wouldn't mind Rangers, because you get a big crowd in that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh, and... I, I was a Ranger supporter when I was a younger guy, but I didn't go to much games and that. But uh, and uh, they says to me, "Okay, well, we'll try." It. And but it was supposed to be a three-way. It was supposed to be me, Brian McEwen, and Tom Black. Mm-hmm. Which I, which I wasn't very chuffed at. But anyway, because it was tough to go three-way. Yeah. So the next thing, Tom 
black left to go to see men to that <laughs> left in Brian McEwen. So I think the the, the, the organising Tunis was the manager at the time. So he, he brought his full squad, don't get me wrong, and Mo Johnson and Trevor Stevens, that was their first game. And the place was absolutely bouncing. There was folk on the wall trying to get in. Uh, and, and that was a great experience as, as, as well, obviously. And I mean, we got beat that day, but it, it's one of them, you know, you'll, I, I, I reckon now you'll never get a player, probably, staying that long now. No, I think testimonials are coming, um, a thing of the past. Um, Any ones who do have wins now tend to give money to charity because um, they're high profile, but you certainly wouldn't get, um, for me, you wouldn't get many testimonials going forward. I think they are going to be a thing of the past. Um, so it's good that um, so you were lucky at the time you get yours. Um, oh, so, right. um, I mean, before I obviously move on to, um, you know, this, um, the movie stuff and the county stuff. Um, just a couple of quick fires in regards to Airdrie. So, um, what was what was your um, what was your favourite game playing for Airdrie in those nineteen years? Favourite. I must go. Actually, I must go with the first Rangers game at Ibrox that I played, and we drew nil nil. I have to go with that one because that was just. Um, they threw everything but the kitchen sink. I even saved the... I felt a kick from Willie Miller. So I have to go for that. And um, what about um, your favourite teammates? I've got a few of them. Uh, obviously, there's a few of them, but they're away through the other side of Glasgow and that. But if you're going to say, I would say... That I keep in touch and the, the, the keep the there is is probably Jimmy Sanderson and Jimmy Nipper mm-hmm. that I've seen obviously through the obviously Jimmy and that comes to my charity do as well so excellent and when you get like um, um, put into the Hall of Fame and become an ambassador of the club just what does it mean to you um, having those honours. Well, first of all, you didn't think you're going to be at a club for 19 years. So I must have done something right somewhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think it's absolutely fantastic because when I first went there, the Airdrie fans tend to me right away because they are a hard bunch. Don't get me wrong, they are a hard bunch to please. <laughs> Don't get me wrong in there. Um, and as I say, as well as a lot of folk have said, I don't think you'll get an, another. I'm not. I'm saying no, probably every player or ever someday staying at a club for 19 years. No, no, definitely not. Um, yeah. So after Airdrie, um you took a break from football, um, but. Um, you then found a newfound talent of acting. Um, Alan Lonson was in this as well. Um, Owen Cove, Andy Smith, Paul Jack, to name a few. Um, 
And I believe um, it was uh, John McVeigh, your old assistant, that got you involved um, that, um, in that in that farmer shot of glory. Well, when I left Airdrie, I did say in the, to, to the press and, and, and whoever was there that I would be taking not a break. I would, I would, I'm going on holiday with my wife for a couple of weeks. Um, and I will see when I come back what the situation is. So I come back, got a few offers down the road. I decided that I travelled enough since I started. So I opted to go to my local team, Preston Athletic, who was going for the, the SFA thing. They were supposed to be going in. Um, so I I signed for them, and the manager there he um, he gave, he said he asked me if I wanted to be a goalkeeping assistant. Um, assistant and, and we've we, we done alright and then we, we actually got the park ready because there was a SFA they were coming down to see the park and that so they wanted me to be there so I got time off my work and all that kind of carry on um, we didn't get in obviously then I, 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 I left well I, I, I says I, I don't know what I'm doing so what I did what I did is, I was in one day and the phone goes and it was Cowden Beath and it was Craig Levine and Billy Kirk, it was, I think it was Billy Kirk and he asked me, he says, do you fancy doing it? I says, what is it you're wanting? He says, come and meet me and Craig and that. So I went to a wee hotel cup of tea and all that. He asked me what I, what I wanted. And I said, because Henry was there at the time, we just made the boy was there and Alan Lawrence and Alan Lawrence must have said to him, go and phone John. John might want to play. So I ended up, I went, I went to Cowden. It was good. It was good at Cowden and uh, I really played a, a really good season in that and we went up then, I don't know if you know the guy, Bill Lecky, he works for one of the Sorry. papers. Aye, he says to me, I says, are you a point to me? He went, aye, I says, I says to him, right, you want me to play next season or no? He went, aye, I says, right, I'll, I'll, I'll sign. <laughs> and um, that was that. was that. So I went to Cowden. Then after that, I went, I went to, um, I went to, um, I went to um, Bonus with Jimmy Sanderson, mm-hmm. assistant there. So we done all right there. We've been there three years. I've been at a couple of coaching. I actually went back to Cowden Beast coaching, and then I went to uh, another couple of clubs coaching as well. And then obviously, it was time to just had enough. Yeah, you've given enough to fit well, but what about, um, you know, the shot at glory? How much fun did you have um, with that? And how did that come about? Was that John McVeigh that got you into that? <laughs> that was John McVeigh. Uh, that was John McVeigh phoned me uh, here. And um, 
he gave me the old crack. Oh, John, how are you getting on? Blah, blah, blah. Are you want to be in a TV programme? In a TV programme? What are you talking about? She says, oh, it's a shot, a shot of glory. Robert Duvall says, no, you're taking the fucking piss. That's what you're doing. <laughs> and <laughs> so the next minute, he, he, says, I say, he says to me, no, no, I'll get in touch with you. I says, right, okay, then I just, I just left it at that. Next, two days later, I come right, he says, right, we're all going to meet in Glasgow, blah, blah, blah. So we all met. At the time, there was only a particular Marcel John. Well, obviously, Robert Duval and, and Ali. But it wasn't until later on that Oni, Oni and Nippar and Andy and all that come in. So, uh, ah, right, 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 I'll, 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 I'll do it. That's no bother, right, that's fine, that's great. So, anyway, goes home. Just in the house, and the phone goes, John, what is it? I says, what is it, John? For fuck's sake, man. He goes, right, he says, we want you to have a part. And the movie, I say, pa, I says, as in, he says, well, you'll, you'll not be called John Martin, and you'll be called Brian Burns. You'll go through all the games, you'll get hurt, you can't play in the final, and I can't remember his, his name. And he used to do a couple of films. Uh, and he was for America, he was a great lad, but he absolutely knew nothing about goalkeeping. So I had, uh, I only had a day or so to coach him before we played Rangers at Hamden in the cup final. So they says to me, right, is he ready? I said, you're not completely ready. I says, but so what they've done is they put m- m- makeup on me. I don't know if you've seen it. And I'm behind the goal and I'm like a subutal goalie. He's, he's like a subutal goalie. I'm, tell- <laughs> I'm, I'm telling them where to go. I'm, I've got a camera and everything, but nobody can see who I am. <laughs> and I'm trying to shout to him, go left, cause I got and it was really, it was really good the way they done it. And uh, Robert Duvall was first class. Yeah. Yeah, we, actually, we, can... we actually had a podcast about on a Zoom kind of thing uh, yeah, about was maybe four or five weeks ago. Did you see it? I haven't seen it, but when I uh, googled the oh, shot of glory and the thing came up I'll need to have a look at it it's absolutely listen you'll you, you, you find it funny uh, every second word that I say is, is a swear word because it was just the way it, it, it came out and uh, Ali McCoy after it Ross Owen who does it who who, who, who does it he, he phoned me and says oh Ali's wanting your phone number because I had Ali's phone number years ago and I obviously went away. So I got it right enough. Ali phones, he says, I'll tell you what. He says, what? He says, when you come on, he says, I couldn't stop laughing. He says, even my wife's gave me a phone there and says, you've n-, he says, Ali, you've never laughed that hour. You've laughed all the time that let that boy come on. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they must have scripted it well, having Ali McCoy's playing the role of a Celtic um, fan, Celtic player. <laughs> Well, that the other one to that is 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 the he had a sex scene in it, and all his wife was fucking watching it. <laughs> great. Absolutely great. Oh, but you should actually, if you get a chance to, you should actually watch that podcast because yeah. it, it, it is funny. I'll put it in my list, John. Uh, not a problem. It is funny, really. You can yeah. PM me and say, "Well, I had a wee snigger and a wee laugh at that." 
I didn't realise as well that Didier Gat played the Rangers player, and this would have been filmed just oh, before he right, moved to Celtic as well. <laughs> oh, that's right, and so did the uh, Rangers player Dumas Anderson. Because yeah. he asked me, he says, can you think, I says, I can get Jimmy if he's wanting to, to play in it. And Jimmy went, I, I'll, I'll come and play in that. After, after, after it all, because uh, Brian Cox was there as well, because he was the Rangers manager. Um, after it, that, we all went for a wee, a, a wee drink and that. It was, oh, it was funny. Yeah. Did you have a good um, laugh off, um, on scene as well and off scene? Oh, both. I mean, I, I, didn't, I got on really, really well with Bobby Vidal because I think Alan McCoy's done a... Now, is it one of the things with that Simon... Is it Simon Mary or...? Simon Ferry does open goal, yeah. Ferry. Aye, because somebody PM me says, big man, Alan McCoy's just messaged you. No, sorry, I says, what did he... So they sent me. And he says, oh, you came big John Matt. Aye, and they... And that's Simon Ferry. Aye, aye, I can. Says aye, says aye, says Bobby Duval absolutely loves him. <laughs> he says anything you want to laugh, just go to join. All right. <laughs> I think you'd be a great um, um, guest for Simon Ferry, so I'll, I'll say that I beat him to um, beat you to him. So. <laughs> um, aye, yeah, you should. I, actually, you know the only one. Uh, my my lady was watching one of them, and she says, "Well, why not get my dad get a day one of them?" That'll be a laugh. Yeah. I'll mention it the next time I see him tweet um, or um, when he's on that um, Go Football show. Oh, he, 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 <laughs> he, he, yeah, he doesn't need me to plug his podcast. I mean, we don't get. We we, um, we always joke that we're not even on the chart with these things and um, with his open goals like, right up at the top. So, you know, that's a market we are not competing with at all. Um, we're just doing this for a bit of a laugh at the end of the day. Yeah, so, um, yeah. um, so, I'll. I appreciate the time you've given me. I mean, um, I know we're close to 90 minutes now, but I'll just round off with what we call slow fire questions because it takes us that long to get through them. Um, so, what's your favourite beer or wine? My favourite beer is a bottle of Miller. Bottle of Miller, decent choice. Um, what's the best prank that you've seen either um, in the dressing room or like, on tour? Well, the prank that I would say is we were in Airdrie training. There was snow in the park and snow round the park. And we were having this competition and whoever was last in the competition, like sprints, would have to do a singer song or he would have to get done somewhere. And one of our players wouldn't do that, wouldn't do that, so he got his balls covered in DP. It was great. <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. <laughs> and who's the victim? Are you allowed to say? Uh, Wally McCulloch. Oh, you're, you're competition by any chance. Aye. Yeah. You're competition right. for number one, aye. Aye. <laughs> well, it wasn't me, it was all the boys that done it, no me. <laughs> oh, and then, and then, and then, and then, we made them run round the park. <laughs> and the nude. <laughs> with his boots on. <laughs> well... Oh. <laughs> that, that, that's a cracker. <laughs> uh, that's professions that you don't want in your head. Um, so, I mean, 
well, well, obviously, um, one of the competitions that you had for number one, who would you say was your toughest competition for number one in your 19 uh, years, apart from McGaff? Uh, I, I think the toughest competition, it's, it's hard to say because they're all, kind of, they're all trying to get your place and you're trying to know. And I, I think probably Scott Thompson. Is that the one that used to play for Wraith Rovers? Aye. Yeah, aye. He was a decent goalkeeper, to be fair. Um, that was towards the tail end of your career as well. Yeah, that's um, Yeah, what's... Um, you're you're in, the, in the car driving to work. What what uh, what album are you likely to have in your Spotify playlist or just on the radio? What's your favourite album? Mine's. Mine's a Shawadi Wadi. Nice. <laughs> no, I like it. I've got what it takes. You got what it takes, so yeah, to satisfy, you got what it takes to set my soul on fire. Oh, no, I want me to sing that. <laughs> John Martin, goalkeeper, film star, song star. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I <know>. wish. <laughs> um, and, right, well, finally, um, I'm going to put you in the spot. Um, I know you put um, two in your book, one from the 80s, one from the 90s, but what would your best 11 be? From your playing career? Uh, basically, now I couldn't tell you because it's been that long and I've no got it in front of me. So, yeah. uh, I, I, I'll, be tough to, I'll be tough to go with the same that you've got there. Uh, what have you got there? So, in the book Swing on the Bar, John Martin, my autobiography, yeah. Um, yeah. you've got yourself and go, naturally. Um, yeah. Jimmy Boyle. Jimmy Sanderson, Paul Jack, Sandy Stewart, Alan Lawrence, Kenny Black, Paul Harvey, Owen Coyle, Steve Cooper, and Peter Davenport. Aye, good to have that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Peter, yeah Peter was a decent player. He, he, he was at Man United at one point and then he came up he to... He was at Man United and I think, I think he went to, was it Man United to Hamilton? Was it Hamilton he was at? I think he had a spell at Hamilton, yeah. I remember more at St. Johnston. St. Johnston he was at as well, aye. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I, he was a. To be fair, he, he, he could he could score he could score goals. Yeah. But as you, as you say, you can only pick eleven, and that's no disrespect to uh, who have left out. No, I mean there's some decent players that you could have had. Uh, I mean, oh, there is Sammy, definitely. You mentioned Sammy Cohen. Gus Gus Caesar was a Sammy, good centre. David Kirkwood was a clever player. Um, Who's that? Um, David Kirkwood was a clever player at times as well. Okay, Kirkwood, yeah. Kirkwood, you could, could put the ball right on top of your head, no bother. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good players, and that just sums up um, the team that you had um, back then. But uh, listen, John, thank you very much for your time. It's been an absolute yeah. pleasure um, speaking well, to you. Not a problem. And um, you take care and, uh, and stay safe, and um, hope everyone's well with the family. You can get, you can, and the same with you, and you can get that Simon. <laughs> to give me a wee uh, call. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll mention it to him. <laughs> right, and just, and just say him, and just say him. Oh, I had, had a good laugh. Yeah. Oh, this is this would be a great hour. Well, thirty eight minutes. Enjoy it. You enjoy it. You enjoy yeah. it. I certainly did, John. I certainly did. I hope you did too. I, I did too. I, I did. I, I mean, but it brings it brings it back. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Excellent. No, thanks for your time, John. Um, all the best. No, no, thanks for, thank you. If you've got anything that you want, just let us can. Well, do, John. Cheers. Uh, I'll see you later. Bye bye.